That's a fucking cool new sound we heard. Huh? Uh, Isn't it? What's what's up with that theme song, B? Mm, big shout out to Will. Yeah, we got our we got our own real for real podcast theme. Uh, you might even hear uh, an outro. Mm-hmm. Uh, we own the rights to these. We 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 had these created for ourselves yep. by the one and only uh, Billy Shear, aka Billy On, aka Will Richardson, aka well, I think he's got like. Nine different other personas. Yeah, he must be the big DJ time. Game. Yeah, he's a big time DJ yep. uh, with the with the Fun Dito crew. Uh, he's also one of the greatest uh, tour managers in the world. Uh, <laughs> he's just an all around great guy. Can um, do it all. And, and he he brought it for us. He we did. Are, we are super stoked on the new theme song. Super stoked. Uh, we'd love to get your your feedback uh, as well, listeners. But we're not gonna take it because we like it. We worked through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Don't was cool like enough. It. It, Billy Good. was cool enough to uh, to take our recommendations and our notes. Mm-hmm. Chris had a lot of them. Yep. I had very few. Mm-hmm. And I'm that's a perfectionist, it. Chris. What that's, can I say? You know, we can. We are no longer liable. We can no longer be uh, sued for well, uh, any sort of copyright. Well, I mean, maybe for all the old it's, shows, maybe. Ah, eh, fuck them. Yeah, we'll just. We'll, what are they gonna do? <laughs> What's Bob Seger gonna do? <laughs> He's going to be like, rock and roll, never forget. (laughs) (laughs) Neither does Bob. (laughs) That'd be awesome if Bob just like sings everything. Yeah. He doesn't talk. Yeah. In court. In court. Yeah. Excuse me, Mr. Seeger. Yeah. Just put that sauce back (laughs) down, bitch. (laughs) I want some questions answered for myself. (laughs) That's my see. That's my singer in the courtroom. <laughs> I like it. It's good. <laughs> oh, and then if he could yeah. only like call in uh, Michael McDonald as a witness, and then he could just sing. He'd be like, "I'm your honor, leading the witness. Keep on leading the witness, witness." Dude, that's a great SNL skit from 1977. <laughs> I think that's what we do. That's our right in our wheelhouse. Is like it'd be called like it'd be called like bearded law. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be good. They would be like a prosecutor and a defense attorney defending it. Mm-hmm. I feel like Michael McDonald's more of a a, def, a defender. What's that? What's what? Why can't I not think of the word? A defense attorney. I oh, guess. right. Yeah. Where 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 Seeger's more of a prosecutor. Mm. Oh, I you know see. So I mean? they, they just battle each other in court. They battle each other, but they're homies after right. after work. Right. So it's kind of like Allie... Stephen Bochco's Cop Rock, but it's it's lawyer. But We're... more, but more Ali McBeal. Because remember how Ali McBeal, like they used to go to the. You probably don't. But I, do. I do. I loved Ali McBeal. Okay. Do you remember how they used to go to that shithole fucking like Bar? jazz club? Yeah. And that one woman who sang the theme song was always performing. And, yeah. And like. Then they kind of try to make her a character towards the end. It would be like that, but they don't need they they just go to a bar and and they talk and no sing. one's playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so they have like dueling pianos at the bar. Ooh, that's even better. And then they, they work, duel in the they, courtroom they during the day. They moonlight. They moonlight <laughs> at a dueling pianos yeah. bar because yeah. they're both great at piano. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, but in the uh, uh, during the day, yeah. they're doing they're dueling it out, yeah. they're battling it out on the on the litigation floor. <laughs> but uh, come nighttime, <laughs> and you know they both they both ride uh, classic convertible cars. Oh, for sure, yeah. But di- but different ones. But uh, yeah. like they leave work opposing, but they pull into the parking lot at the same time every night. Yep, always battling for the same parking spot. Yeah, yeah, dude. This is this show fucking is incredible. I love it. It's, I love it. Bearded Law. There's got to be a better pun name for it though. Oh, there's got to be. Law. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it, but, a, but we'll come up with one. Or something. I don't uh, know. Yeah. Chris, speaking of of old uh, rock bands. Okay. Uh, did you did you hear that? Uh, and actually, it's got a little bit of a, a legal uh, angle to it. Oh, um, perfect. Did you did you hear the news that? Uh, of the super tour that's about to launch. I um, did not. Please okay, tell me. Okay, so it's it's Poison, mm-hmm. Motley Crue, and uh, Def Leppard are all going out on tour uh, for a, a, a hair metal extravaganza world tour. <laughs> minus uh, the hair this time? <laughs> no, they also – well, minus the hair in the front, I guess. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of headbands. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, right. Like, it's a bandana tour. Um, <laughs> Ponytails. They, they, uh, which is weird because Molly Crew, and I feel like I should get into a class action civil suit. Um, Molly Crew signed a contract promising that they would never tour again, and that's how they got people to like spend insane amounts of money to see their last quote unquote last tour. Oh. Uh, but they have they've decided that, um, they have they're breaking that contract with themselves and they're gonna go out on tour again. Uh, now I've seen Motley Crue a number of times. Uh, and in fact, I saw them on that last tour. Okay. Uh, but I've never seen Def Leppard. Okay. And I've never seen Poison. Yeah. This is definitely my kind of show. I, now, I know it's not your kind of show. You probably do not feel the the, the urge to, to get online and buy those, those tickets <laughs> for the Monsters of Cock. Um, <laughs> but I did want to ask you this. Uh, if you could see any three throwback acts play together mm. on one bill, they don't even have to be throwback. In fact, if you could see three bands play on the same bill, okay, what's your dream lineup? Uh, boy, it doesn't have to be rock either. Yeah, more of I know you're more of an R and B guy, right? I know you're more of a smooth sailor, if you will. <laughs> uh. Uh, I mean, Michael McDonald and... You're going to put Michael McDonald on there? Come on. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say that would be a strong, like, uh, kind of fun show, maybe with him and, like, two other, like, old school... Well, I've seen Michael McDonald. uh, I saw him last uh, summer. I took my sister to see him. Yeah. It it is very good, but it's very... uh, It's very uh, Atlantic City. Yeah. Like, it's not... Yeah. When you see just a solo guy like him, like, you're going to get, like, a very polished, hits-oriented... Okay. Show. Yeah. Now, yeah. now the monsters of beard. Now, the, M- Michael McDonald with, with. Wait. So, if you could have three bearded acts. Ooh. So you got Seeger, <laughs> right? Yeah. And okay. McDonald. Yeah. Is there is there Loggins? an obvious third Loggins? Right. Yeah. It has to be. It's Loggins. gotta be Loggins, I think. Right. I don't know who the else beard, can match. And we call the, beer, the beards are back in town tour. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Ooh, that's that. I can't think of another. Bearded. Great beard, except for that guy from like the Oak Ridge Boys. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he have a huge beard? I that think guy? so. Yeah. Ew, wow, bro. 
Um, man, that's a tough one because I don't, I don't know. I, I can. Kenny t- Rogers. I could, oh, Kenny Rogers would be a good bearded. Yeah, yeah, that would be strong. So give me three. Give me three. Give me three. At, like right now on the spot, you're like you're gonna go to Barclays tonight. Okay. And you're gonna see three bands. What or or acts, if you will. What are they? What? Uh, okay, so I'm, I, for some reason, I don't know what. The top of my head, like New Edition came up. Okay. All right. Great. So there's a I like it. There's a strong start there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can actually go see them tonight. <laughs> definitely it's, it's, I think it's at the Mohegan Sun, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's you might have to get in the car now, but you're probably going to find them somewhere in Connecticut. Yeah. Or Massachusetts. Um, Man. Ronnie, Bobby, <laughs> Ricky, Mike, <laughs> Ralph, Johnny, too. Ah, uh, man, I, you know, there's not, I've. Come on, hmm. we got to, the time, we're, time is wasting. We're, okay. We got to get the so, car. We're all right, so the them, uh, I would throw uh, Stevie Wonder in there. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's opening? <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so we got Stevie. Yeah. We got, we got. New edition. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want Stevie to be the middler. Uh, who's the headliner? Of Man. This? Um, yeah. Wow, dude. I can only hope it's R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I guess. Um, and the Oak Ridge boy. <laughs> SWV. <laughs> SWV. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That show is so almost possible, like not that hard to come by. I'm sure it's already happened at some point. Yeah, but, dude. Yeah. I mean, minus Stevie Wonder. Right. If, you just put, if you put in like Jagged Edge for Stevie Wonder, you've got to show up Barclays like next month. <laughs> I've been to that show. Usually it's like Joe, Casey and Joe, Joe. I keep, th- I can just keep thinking of like one, one person or, or one group and that I would want to build around. So I'm having trouble like filling out the rest of the roster. But well, like, you start, you so like Willie up. Nelson would be, would be great. And then okay, you could, there you go. Right, there and you then go. you could just kind now of throw talking. in almost anybody you want off of him. I what think. if you did? What about the, so? This is a this is a show that used to happen in the seventies all the time. You maybe just re- remember. There's a great cut from an old uh, TV special back when they used to do specials, and it's um, Willie, Dolly, and Kenny. Mm-hmm. I that I would go see that even now, even though they're I'd all in see, their eighties. Yeah, I would definitely go check that one. I'd go see Dolly. Um. Yeah, uh, Do- Dolly just did a, a show at Hammerstein, which I'm kicking myself for not going, uh, with Niall Rogers from okay. uh, from Chic, uh, and I it it was tickets were totally available, and I I'm, I'm kicking myself for not going. Mm. Also, the new Dolly Parton podcast uh, with Jad Abumrat is very good. Oh. Uh, d- definitely check it out. Okay, it's a, it's a it's a it's an eight or nine parter. Yeah, it's super super good. Okay. They don't have as good of a theme song, but but yeah. pretty pretty, yeah. pretty good. Well, you would think they would because Dolly, she's a good uh, she's a good you know singer and writer and stuff. So uh, oh, she definitely is. I mean, it's a it's, it's a, a deep little cut. disappointed. Do you should it's a it's the whole lineage of Dolly, like from the port the Porter Wagner years uh, up through like like how she's like sort of considered a feminist and the Dollywood and mm. all that shit like that. So uh, check it out. It's a, it's a I just I just promoted the shit out of that. Yeah, do it. That's a little cross promoting here. I like yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, so that's the, I, 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 I didn't know if you had any other thoughts on, on music. Is there any other music related topics we could talk about? Cause we're, it feels so fun. I love talking tunes, bro. <laughs> Tunage, little tunes. Uh, 
No, nah, I think that's all I got on, on the music for the day. I'm pretty okay. tapped out okay. there, I think, yeah. Great. Um, I, I have another sort of non-sports related, but like a Perfect. little bit of a bone to pick that Perfect. I wanted to, to yeah. check with you on. Yeah. So, so 30 for 30, you know, the series, the ESPN series. Yep, familiar with it. Um, now there's a bit of a, a little bit of history. I don't know if you've noticed or, or heard, I'm sure you have, um, ESPN and their new president, um, whose name I cannot remember off the top of my head have made a sort of a, a, a company wide policy uh, not to talk about politics unless it's immediate. It's it has an immediate sports related angle, right? Mm-hmm. This has all sort of come off of, I think, probably prompting from the NFL, uh, which is a uh, right, and and yeah. and in turn uh, definitely came from the Kaepernick thing, uh, and and has some Trump influence, right? So I think that at the end of the day, ESPN just doesn't want to offend their right-leaning Trump-supporting fan base, which is probably like 40 or 50% of, of people that watch ESPN, right? Probably. So they're all, they're all the ones that say they don't want to watch anymore because ESPN is too far left-leaning, but uh, it's, it's a, neither it's, here nor there. Right. So I now 30 for 30, which was started by Bill Simmons, the, all the original 30 for 30s are available on ESPN+, Plus, I okay. believe it is. Sure. Uh, so today I was like, oh, shit, my favorite 30 for 30 is Small Potatoes. It's season one, episode three, and it is the uh, rise and fall of the USFL. Right. Um, so and and if anyone knows, like uh, Trump is the villain of that. And it came out in 2009, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, a, it's pretty old. But if you look at it and if you if you want any like sort of foreshadowing as to how our country uh, was going to be run and has been run since Trump was elected. <laughs> All you have to do is watch how he, how he basically mismanaged or, or intentionally mismanaged uh, the USFL uh, into the ground, a fledgling football league. Uh, so, so I was like, you know, what? I, I kind of want to watch that again. Like I've, I've been thinking about it. I know that Trump went nuts when it came out. He went after the filmmaker, blah, blah, blah. Of course. Uh, it is the one 30 for 30 not available on ESPN. Oh, isn't that fucking weird? Well, that's an interesting twist. Right? Do you think that that is an intentional omission? I mean, I didn't look through. I didn't like, be. look up every single one. But right. like, that one is I, – I found all the, all the other ones that I could remember I, I could just search for and find. I could not find that 30 for 30. In fact, it's hard to find really anywhere on the internet but specifically on ESPN, which hmm. I'm wondering if – that is intentional or if I'm just making a mountain out of a molehill. I would like to think it's not, it's a coincidence. Um, you know, cause I, I remember even watching like on the, um, when they're, I don't know if they still are, but you know, they used to be on demand on like your, you know, cable subscriber. Yeah. Um, and I would keep going back, you know, through and to see if there's any that I've missed over the last couple of years and stuff and kind of going back and, you know, catching yeah, up I was and kinda, watching ones and Yeah, I was kind of doing the same because I, wa- I watched that Tommy Morrison one. Right, yeah. Really blue. Uh, right. And so they don't seem – like they're not always there. They don't have all of them always on demand even there and stuff. Um, now, and I can't speak to like if that one specifically, if, if I've ever seen that one or not. I don't remember or whatnot. They're – I, I don't know. Like he, like you said, he went after him or whatever for 30 for 30 and, and whatever those guys were. And he had, I mean, he, you know, he probably threatened to sue them and that was not going to go anywhere, obviously. But, um, and that was in 2009. Yeah, it was, right. That's, that was that long ago. Right. So, uh, 
No, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're just. Um, I, I don't know what the what the reason would be for them like pulling it. I just feel like it might be, and I, this is such the conspiracy theorist in me, but it just I wonder if maybe there is more to the the no politics in sports uh, conversation with ESPN. Maybe, but then uh, but that is so directly sports related and not political. Right. But that, it is a direct attack on the president. Like it definitely makes him look like an asshole. Yeah, but I mean, so does everything else, though, and it's not, <laughs> you know. So, so it's just just breathing the same air. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and, I mean, unless they, unless they had a documentary that was directly tied to sort of him being the president, and then you know, off of this, you know, if they made the thing now, I could see that. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna keep looking for it. As should you. It's okay. very good if you yeah. haven't seen it. It's you could probably just buy the box set, Chris, if you really want. To. I could, but that would require a DVD <laughs> player, and God knows I don't DVD know how to work a DVD player. player. <laughs> you gotta get the Blu-ray. Yeah, I definitely don't know how to use the Blu-ray. <laughs> I uh, own some Blu-rays that I thought were regular DVDs. I wonder if you could download it like iTunes or stream something like it. that, maybe. I could yeah. stream. Maybe I could stream it. Yeah. I definitely don't want to pay for it, but maybe I will. Mm. Maybe I will. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Chris, that's those are my two sort of sports, non-sports related topics. I really wanted to get dig deep into that Motley Crew reunion mm. and uh, talk and talk a little uh, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Very little Trump. The littlest uh, Trump. Uh, do you what? What about you? Do you have any? Uh, do you have any hot takes uh, coming out of th- this past week before we? get into uh, my overall dominance and greatness in NFL picks? No, I think we should probably just, I mean, I, the one thing I wanted to potentially bring up is, is just, you know, acknowledging that, you know, Carmelo Anthony is back in, in the NBA. I did too. I did too. I'm glad oh. you said that. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's, it can be kind of brief here because I, I don't know if there's a whole lot to talk about with this. Um, I, I feel like it's the one probably team that will, you had the had the grace, greatest potential to sign him and bring him in because you know obviously they feel for whatever reason they feel like I think they need extra offense and a little more scoring punch which well, probably isn't actually do. what they actually need as a team. I who knows that team definitely feels a bit of uh, in, in disarray if right. Uh, but they've got a lot think, of injuries Mello, here. Mello and, played last night, uh, scored ten points. Right? Is that the he scored ten points on four or fourteen shooting. Woo. Yeah. You know, I, I think he looked like the same old mellow. Um, there's even stats that were already out there. It was like, uh, I don't know, one of the stats is like his PRE or one of those things. It was like minus 20 when he was on the floor. Uh, and the and the scoring differential was like atrocious when he was on the floor compared to being off of the floor for the right. team. So, so he, it, just in comparison, uh, the game before he played – but the game before Melo started, Nasir Little started. Uh, Nasir Little was relegated to the bench. Rookie great Nasir Little uh, <laughs> was relegated to the bench. They both uh, incidentally had about 23 to 24 minutes of playing time. Uh, Nasir Little was a plus nine when he was on the court. In fact, had two more points yeah. than Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony was a minus 20 on the court. Yeah. In fact, that my, that's basically your difference right there uh, is 11-point loss. Right. To the and Pelicans. And it's not, listen, and it's not his, it's not, you know, like, just because they brought him on now doesn't mean they're terrible. They've, they were already terrible before that. So they're just trying something to see if this will work, I think. And that's, I think that's kind of my point to all this is, like, how long will he last or how long will he last on the Blazers? And, and will it sort of even matter, him, like, coming back here now? Because 
you still know who he is. He's, I don't think he's going to change. He, he might sort of adapt to the role a little bit better, a la like Dwight Howard now, who's kind of figured out maybe he's more of a role player now. I would, I would say more, more a la, you know, Vince Carter, I guess, or like, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I mean, that's a pretty Aldridge, drastic, like, you know, I mean, Vince Carter is, for as amazing he was, he, he really had no problem seemingly to sort fall of fall into a role position. Yeah. Right. I, I feel like the other shoe is going to fall on Dwight Howard. I, I, this Carmelo thing, I, in my opinion, could not have gotten any fucking more Carmelo. Like it would have been awesome if he would have played 13 minutes off the bench and had like, you know, seven points on like three for five, but 14 chucking up 14 fucking shots. I mean, even with Dame Lillard out just feels like, you know, just another fucking night of Carmelo. And I don't know how he played on right, defense, it, but I'm guessing like shit. No, and it, it seems like he, they kind of forced, forced the issue with him, you know, like gave him the ball maybe too much or played him too much instead of letting him try to sort of, uh, sort of adapt or, or kind of work within the flow of, of a game plan. Right. You know? And I the mean, fact that he's, all, a, he's also wearing double zero. Isn't that Kevin Duckworth's well, old number? Yeah. It's also just dumb. Right. The thing is, is like, I, I think everybody, I don't know any like besides RJ Weaver any real mellow haters and 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 that's only because RJ was a defender for so long and finally just felt like he he you know Enough. took got got abused by him. I think everybody wants Carmelo to be great. He's a great guy. But he's not he's great a, anymore though. He's a good human being. Sure. Uh, yeah, he just had a very, very steep decline. People um, fall off cliffs, man. It happens. I mean, we're seeing it in, in football. Like, you were already talking about this before the season started, like, a lot quarterbacks. And I'm like, Philip Rivers looks like he can't even throw a football anymore. Like, he's really... Oh, wow. I'm so glad you struggling. brought Struggling. I forgot about my wonderful take about how every quarterback from that class, besides Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, who is an MVP <laughs> candidate, looks like shit. Including Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, that... Wow, what a take! I forgot about that one. Thank you for bringing that one back into <laughs> into the fold. Is that a good segue, Chris, to go move on just to talk well, about football I, I, and picks? Then it's a good segue to say this, and just to like let me ground myself a little bit. Uh, I was re-listening to uh, our last podcast because I love to listen to your dog drop fucking bones for thirty minutes. Uh, I. Uh, I, I, uh, <laughs> well, it's like back this week too, Chris. Crab, so crabs game. Uh, I, um, I, I was like listening to it because I, I wanted to hear, uh, some of my picks just to see how great I was. Mm. And, and one of my, like, I went from, I was so, so high, so excited. I was, I was, I was like Baltimore. I was like, Baltimore's going to win. Uh, they're going to win handily. The Texans are fake. I don't know why everyone believes them. And I was like, shit, I'm going to bring that up on the podcast. And then literally the next pick, I'm like, Jacksonville's on the come up. They're going to be so fucking good. They're going to whoop Indianapolis' ass. So, I mean, yeah, I'd like to just, I'd like to just temper myself a little bit and say, yeah, sure. I had that great QB take, but. It was one in a, a, a one and amongst a bunch of shit. I'm sure, just like most of my hot hot takes. To be fair, though, Chris, you did call Atlanta winning again two in a row here. So uh, I'll be my... curious to see what, what you're picking this week for a lot of these teams. If, oh, if you will be curious. Well, we could get right into it. I mean, I feel like <laughs> we, I feel like now is as good a time as any. Yeah. Uh, I am. A, I'm, I'm, we owe it yeah. to ourselves and to our listeners, Chris. Okay, great. Yeah. I want to. I gotta pull up. I want to. I'll see if I can pull up your. Uh, so your, for last week, just to sort of reiterate list. this, you were eleven and Let's three on the week. 
Oh, geez, that's surprising. eleven and three. Your only failings were the stupid San Diego Chargers and Philip Rivers. Why the fuck even... did we both pick those idiots? Because we thought that we thought they could actually even, score some points on Kansas City. I think. Um, well, I guess I guess in a way we weren't that far off. It wasn't a terrible prediction. They only won by what seven? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was just so. hoping they would at least score one more touchdown, and then Kansas City could go back down the field and uh, kick a field goal, and then to sort of win it, but. Phil Rivers just failed us with throwing Man, four that, interceptions. That Arizona fucking was. If you got that, at, if you got that at nine and a half, which I think it was at game time. I think it was even ten or something, because a lot of people were complaining that they didn't. It was a backdoor cover. It, yeah, it was. They didn't review that either, so right. that was kind of awesome. That yeah. was, so we that had was that NFL. half point, right? Which saved us on that one as well. Well, I loved it. Uh, mm-hmm. I love eleven and three. Mm-hmm. I, I I almost swept the afternoon, as did. As did you. I mean, you did, You had an eight and six week. You had a good week too. It wasn't bad. I wasn't bad at. I mean, I'm no you, but I still had respectable. All right, Mister Thursday Night, call yourself out here. So, who you got Thursday night? Tomorrow night, Indianapolis plus three and a half on the road in Houston against your favorite team, the Texans. Yeah, and guess what? I love Houston. <laughs> I was watching – so Primetime did the uh, – they flashed back to uh, Lamar Jackson and uh, Deshaun Watson playing against each other in college. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I don't watch any college football, but ma- that shit like that makes me realize maybe I should be because mm. NFL is boring as fuck. And maybe college is like where it's at. I mm. might – I know I say this every year, <laughs> but next year might be the year I watch college. Eh. I think now, everyone thinks college is really fun and exciting. But, but when you start watching the games, you realize how bad these teams actually are. Right. And that there's just like one or two guys on each team who are so incredible and they stand out that they, they you know, they rack up these really big plays and well, it, they look exciting plays and everyone's like, oh my God, this is so amazing. This is the best sport. It's way better than the NFL. And it's really not, I don't think. So they, they, they actually, the, I know. The, the one thing that they say, and, and I want, and I wonder if this is true, is like uh, a good, like a, a good college quarterback should excel in the NFL behind a good offensive line so there aren't many great offensive lines in college minus like alabama and a couple of other teams that really put good guards in front of a quarterback so a a, it's a different sport so a team a player that excelled in college behind a mediocre line a la daniel jones should be fucking excellent in the nfl uh which is just weird it's not the case so i i oftentimes wonder like like you know when we're making excuses for mason rudolph sucking because they say he's got no offensive line did he have an offensive line in college? You know, like yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, that 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 shit kind of bugs me. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I like Houston. I think Indy <laughs> sucks. Uh, I'm I'm sticking to that, even though they had a surprise win last week. Uh, I'm I'm just not feeling them. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what to make of. The, I mean, this whole division. You know, luckily they're playing against each other. But even Tennessee is only a, a game out of of first place. There, Jacksonville is two games behind them. They're. It's not like they're. No one's running away with this division, um, as it as it as it is every fucking year. Right, right, and and some and I think both these teams are prime examples of like one week they're on, one week they're off, and and so who's to really freaking say here on uh, on who's who here? But I, the one thing I maybe betting wise I've noticed is I think the last couple of weeks that like the favorites have been sort of trending winning, oh, um, getting a few more wins here and there. Um, Although the road road dogs are still kind of 
uh, doing really well themselves. But I'm, I'm starting to think of like maybe starting to pay attention to that a little bit more. Maybe the, the pendulum is swinging a little bit more to the favorites now. So I'm going to take Houston with you as well. Great. Otherwise, I don't care about this game. I would never bet on this game. Oh, I would. would I you? definitely would. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. You, think, yeah, you I, feel that strong about Houston? I do. I think that home teams, especially on uh, Thursday nights, seem to be like there just feels like there's a, a desperate need for an edge. And uh, I think that the fans kind of bring that. Um, that's just my that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I totally about the Thursday night tubes and stuff with the home team and all that kind of stuff, too. I, I, that helps kind of sway it a little bit, I think. So moving on to Sundays, uh, Carolina coming off two really ugly, awful losses here. Yeah, as it turns out, backup quarterbacks aren't that good. Yeah, they're they're backups for a reason. Does this <laughs> does this mean that like Cam Newton's not going anywhere in the offseason? Fuck no. <laughs> He's not, definitely not. So they're that not guy, gonna get rid of him? That guy has had the best season ever. He played two games. He like got to watch a fucking garbage quarterback kind of play well enough to where they were like, Oh, should we get rid of Cam? And then now they're like, God no, we cannot get rid of Cam. They don't get rid of fucking Ron Rivera before they get rid of Cam. Uh, yeah, they should actually, that would be actually the smart thing to do. So with that being said, Carolina's plus eight and a half on the road in new Orleans. I, I started wondering if this one's a little over, um, overreaction from the last two Carolina losses, like eight and a half seems kind of a lot of points. I, I, I and I know you probably feel like Carolina's a bad team and they're a shitty team, but they've been, they were up until, you know, two weeks ago, they were doing really well and scoring a decent amount of points. Sure. And How, two weeks ago, <laughs> New Orleans lost to fucking Atlanta, but so did Carolina. Right. So, so who's to figure this one out here? And you know, so Carolina's strength maybe is is McCaffrey, and New Orleans completely shuts down any team's running game. Um, even though like McCaffrey, they shut him down last week. Atlanta did, but then he had almost hundred yards like receiving or something. So, this is one of those weird games where I feel like even Kyle Allen, if that's the right Allen that's on this team of Carolina, like might be able to do be a little more efficient, like. Um, Again, like uh, Saints defense, if, if they're, they're Marshawn Lattimore, their they're legit, you know, awesome cornerback isn't playing again if he's injured, like the, it kind of factors in a little bit here. I'm, I'm tempted to take sort of the eight and a half points a little bit, but um, so I'm not, I'm not quite, I'm kind of on the fence on this one. What are, what are your thoughts? Oh, you're really, you're going to wait, wait me out. Yeah. Uh, I could see how this would be a New Orleans. I think New Orleans wins regardless. I could see how this would be a New Orleans, like, three-point victory mm-hmm. kind of thing where it never feels that close. Mm-hmm. It's mostly a New Orleans defense game. Uh, that being said, I, you're right. I do think Carolina's garbage. Eight and a half definitely scares me away. In fact, I think that's like the, the biggest line this week. So no, there's an 11-pointer there with uh, uh, with Miami wow. and Cleveland. That's, fuck, that's a, a fool's. Fools, Aaron. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk myself into into Carolina and the points. You are, uh, but I don't. But I, I like I said, I'm talking myself into it, just because I feel like all these lines have shored up a lot, and mm-hmm. this is probably the best value uh, um, for almost nine points. Yeah, right. It, it, I don't know. It just feels a little like an overreaction from from Carolina's losses the last couple of weeks. Although maybe if maybe that was the case, maybe it should have been double digits then at that point. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm a little surprised by that one. I think I was leaning New Orleans, and I think I'll stay with New Orleans 
even though I just kind of talked up Carolina on this one. <laughs> I think we both maybe flipped on this. Yeah, I, I think so too. I, I think maybe this New- is going to be one of those ones where I look it up and I'm like, oh, I definitely took New Orleans on Sunday, and I'll look it up and I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> Damn it, God damn it. Yeah. One of us is definitely doing that. That's the safe bet to make there is one of us will definitely. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Uh, Denver plus four in Buffalo. Uh, God damn Denver. Can the other uh, Allen quarterback step up and not be a shitty backup turn starter? Well, which one? Josh Allen or fucking uh, Davey Allen? There's two Allens in this fucking game. But yeah, Josh Allen is. Oh, that's right. I, I, oh. Again, I, again, I have not watched Buffalo still. Uh Nothing, nothing about that team don't, is intriguing to me. Don't. I am don't still yourself, a Denver Chris. believer, Chris. <laughs> I fuck it. I know. Fool me once, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I, I just there's something about this fucking team that I cannot quit. Uh, they just have too many good weapons. They've got great. They've got good receiver. They've got a decent tight end. They've got two good running backs. They've got a kind of good quarterback, uh, and I think their defense is all right. I. Their defense is strong. I think this is a fucking money line win, bud. Oh, my Denver. I, I think Denver wins this game. So give me Denver. Okay. And they and they come they come back to earth for Buffalo game. Um. Yeah. See, that's kind of what I was kind of hanging my head on a little bit is that Buffalo just is, is just due for a, a bad loss. Basically. It has to happen. It just has it has to, to happen. happen. Like I know they've had pretty like a pretty easy schedule or whatever you want to call it. I'm even trying to look up. Den- Denver's been playing some close games of, as of late, I believe. Uh, you know, yeah, last Denver, week Denver is they were it, crushing I mean, Minnesota last week, week until they lost it. You know, in the fourth quarter, basically. That was that was play calling, though. That was not the team's fault. And if and if Denver does lose, it's their fucking head coach. I I really I think that the pieces are there, and the, and their fans should be upset because that that was fucking <laughs> those four calls on the fucking goal line were terrible, especially with a backup quarterback. Yeah, so there's just um, yeah, there's something about Denver that I I can't quite understand or figure out about them. But I think that they're kind of like um, I don't know, like a couple other teams who have been kind of they just kind of keep games close. They just keep losing though, basically. So <laughs> I think I think Denver will probably lose this game. Buffalo's at home. Four points just doesn't seem like enough, or uh, seems like more than enough for them to be able to cover this. Lose by a field goal or something like that. Uh, I'm taking Denver with you. Okay, great. You know, I just quickly looked back to see, like, the games last week uh, where we bet the same, like, where we both agreed. Mm-hmm. And we were strong. You know, we only lost two games that we, where we agreed, where we, we won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We were seven and two in games where we both saw eye to eye, which is, you know, maybe that's maybe there's something to that. Maybe uh, I'm going to follow that a little bit closer okay. moving yeah. forward. We feel so maybe strongly we about the same. we be betting against each other. We should just be betting <laughs> with each other and making millions. <laughs> No, because then we're going to con- talk each other into and convince each other. Well, like, I know. Yeah. We'll, we'll fucking jinx ourselves. And we'll, 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 be up, we'll be up all night being like, did, we, did I mean that Shit, or did yeah. I just say that? God damn it. Uh, and now that, uh, now that I no longer have to use the horrible, uh, horribly interfaced fan duels, because uh, DraftKings is in Pennsylvania now, uh, I'm feeling so much better about gambling. In fact, last week I hit a fucking three-team parlay. Uh, yeah, it was a good one. It was a good one. 25 paid 170. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do then. We'll go back to DraftKings next week. Next week then. Let's do it. Yeah. It'll be our Thanksgiving gift to ourselves. To, yes. Oh, the other Thanksgiving gift is uh, my mom and dad will be in town. So I'm definitely putting my mom on this pod next week. For <laughs> sure. 
She's getting a fucking. She's coming on. She's gonna embarrass the shit out of me. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Detroit at Washington in a game that. God, uh, is that the fucking? Is that like? How is that not the Thanksgiving game? Like that's Ooh. made for Thanksgiving. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Right. How is Detroit at Washington not happening on Thanksgiving? I love when they bore us out of like <laughs> out of our minds on Thanksgiving. And yet we still watch it. Oh, I can't, I can't. It's not allowed. Football's not allowed in my house on Thanksgiving. Uh, it's just the one place my my wife puts her foot down. She does not believe that we should be a Thanksgiving football uh, household. So uh, I always root for bad games on Thanksgiving. I I just so. sort of meant in 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 general as a society. Oh yes, yeah, as yeah. a society. Yeah. For sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. But anyway, thanks for sorry. Me sorry. In. Well, yeah. hey, you know what? I had a cup of coffee. I felt like talking a lot. Okay. Uh, right. Give me your pick on Detroit. Detroit minus three and a half here. The, um, this is another team. I guess Washington's probably the other team that seems to kind of keep things close a little bit. Maybe. Um, Detroit, I, I don't know what to make of Detroit anymore. They're actually playing decently without uh, Stafford and putting in uh, Driscoll as the quarterback. Um, this is an this is another stupid game that, like you said, it sh- this should be on Thanksgiving and no one really should really pay attention to it or care to gamble on as well. And as much as I'm – here's my problem, Chris. As much as I want to say Washington and take the three and a half points because I think it will be a close game, I'm taking Detroit. Okay. And I don't know why. Well, because Detroit has actually played decently against their opponents. Like last week they they only just lost to to Dallas. Uh and I feel like feel like three and a half is a pretty good line for them. I I think Detroit I feel pretty safe about taking Detroit. Okay. All right. Do we just talk our t- ourselves into two team parlay there for now? I feel like that's a pretty good one. Um <laughs> You could tease it to zero or to plus five. Um, I don't know. Yeah, think about it. I, we'd we'd be assholes. We'd be fucking <laughs> the world's biggest assholes to fucking to parlay Detroit and Denver. Although you get good odds. <laughs> we fucking, uh, it's. I mean, that's kind of who eat, we are. So I, I would go. I would yeah. go as far as to fucking to throw this next game into the hat oh. for a three for a three team parlay. All right. So t- who you got? The Miami plus eleven in Cleveland. Uh, so everybody wants Cleveland to be fucking great again. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I think Miami still has a little bit of a juice left in the tank. Juice. I know that the people are kind of the pulling juice. back on them a mm-hmm. little bit. Uh, they were very high on them, but I feel like Miami's maybe not tanking. I don't fucking know. Uh, but I think 11 is just too much. So give me a, give me a Miami and fuck Cleveland. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you know, I keep being, uh, I keep talking about being burned. I think by double-digit point spreads. Um, yeah, this one. I don't know if Miami can hang enough. My, Ryan Fitzpatrick put up 323 yards against Buffalo, who supposedly has like one of the best defenses in football yeah. last week. So here's just, my theory, though. I think Cleveland kind of is just starting to get a little bit of momentum offensively and defensively, even without Miles Garrett a little bit. I'm gonna. I'm going to the well one more time, Chris. I'm going minus eleven, Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then that that there goes the three team parlay. <laughs> well, you can still do it. I'm okay with it because one way no, or another, I'm, I'm going to win. Not doing it alone. <laughs> Feel so naked. <laughs> wow, football is is suck. I look. I'm looking at the next four fucking games. Yeah, man. It's pure suck. Pure sucktitude. 
Wow. Yeah. This is okay. shit. I mean, this one's shitty too. Giants plus six and a half yeah. in Chicago. Oh shit. I don't want to, oh, I don't want to touch this. I don't want to gamble on this. I don't want to bet this at all. I this can see the a, Giants covering this and I also could see Chicago a, like killing them. A pure guess. It's a, this is a, a fucking absolute right? guess. I, I mean, I think that didn't the, did the Giants have a buy last week? Is that worth something? Giants did yeah. have a buy last week. Yep. They had a buy. So, um, they're like, I, I don't know what else to say. If about they were any know? other team, I'd be like, yeah, fuck it. Giants. Right? I mean, I, I mean, they just came off a bad, like two weeks ago, they lost to the Jets pretty badly. Is Quads playing? Saquon's probably, I'm most likely playing. Okay. Um, Giants, uh, Chicago's having trouble stopping the run a little bit. That's kind of seems to be the only hope in this game for, for the Giants, maybe. I could just see some weird shenanigans here. All of a sudden, like Giants rip off two or three touchdowns. And, and whether Trubisky's playing or not for Chicago, there's like a bit of a struggle there for them offensively still, unless unless Montgomery is actually playing and healthy and is able to run. He should be able to run all over the Giants. Are defense. the Bears? Are the Bears like officially? They're like officially out of it. Like they can't fucking win. So no, I well win. Like get get in the playoffs. They're, make, they're, no, I don't think there's any chance they can make it. The play. I think there's way too many teams in front of them that that would really have to fall apart for that to happen. Well, I here's what I think. I I oh God, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I I would put I just take the points. Fuck yeah. It. Okay. I feel you like know, that's like, the smart thing to do. Except for this is the one where I'm gonna go. I'm going with the favorites, home team favorite theory here. Kind of going on. The favorites are kind of coming around a little bit here. The spreads are kind of you know coming up, evening out seems, a little bit. Seems, seems like a good a good a good approach. I. But I, I like your approach so too. Mitchell, Take the points Mitchell, here and just see what Mitchell happens. Mitchell Trubisky seems. I think that they're doing him a favor and putting him on the IR, or at least he's questionable. So they're going to say he's injured, um, even though everyone on earth knows he's not fucking injured. Well, his pride's injured, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> if this game was, if this was Giants plus seven, maybe I would give more. Uh, uh, maybe yeah, I would take that. Vegas, that's Vegas. That's Vegas fucking with you right mm, there. Maybe. God, why would I do that? Okay, Oakland minus three in. Uh, New York battling the other New York team, the Jets. Jets uh, coming off big wins here, Chris. Oakland's yeah. coming off even bigger wins. Yo, did anybody notice that the Jets suck? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> the, the Jets fucking the Jets are two and seven and beat the Giants by what a touchdown? Like, yeah. And then they beat the Redskins. Like, give me a fucking. They break. blew out the Redskins. I'll give them that one, but that's not really saying much. Okay, so the Jet the Jets are putting points on the board. Mm-hmm. That's that's. That's a, a reality. I, I'd i love to think that Oakland will lose this game, but I definitely think they're not going to, and three is not very many points. It's no, just, I, I feel like they should, oh, that's a little disrespectful to Oakland here a little bit for as well as they've been playing, even though... Oakland's been getting disrespected. Yeah. Like it's, it's funny. It's like the league, everybody loved them, and then, and then like podcasts started shitting on them and Gruden, and then all of a sudden everybody decided they just hate them. And it's weird that that is even shown in a line. Like, I feel like this is just public disdain. This is yeah, not anything to do this with should be like a, I feel like this should be like a touchdown or, or, you know, like six, maybe six, the fucking I would say seven. The playoff team. The fucking yeah. Jets have won two goddamn games. Right. That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Exactly. All right. So we're both unlocking agreement. Maybe that's our third team parlay there. Chris is Oakland here. Safely. Yeah, that feels like a really good one. Yeah. I, I like, I mean, so the Oakland, Oakland has beat, Bad teams. They've beat the Lions, the Chargers, and Bengals in the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also beat the Colts and Bears and Broncos. You telling me the fucking Jets don't fall right into that? Yeah, it just seems a little. It seems a little odd here. A little Oakland odd. beats Oakland beats bad teams. They lose to so. good teams. I think so. You're right. Okay, let's move off of that one. Okay, Jeez. let's go to your team. 
division yeah. rival game, Chris. Pittsburgh minus six and a half in Cincinnati. Is there any chance? This is, I'm letting you pick this one first. Of an upset I, I, city here. No, there's no chance of an upset city. But, but six <laughs> Pittsburgh's and a half offense is, is so bad, though. Six and a half. I know, but fucking the Bengals are the worst team in football. Like they are the worst team in football. Don't kid yourself, right? Uh, Pittsburgh. I, I think I, for no other reason, Pittsburgh's defense is coming back alive on this game. They might even be scoring all the points in this game. Yo, Pitt, uh, last week the Bengals quarterback threw for 115 yards and one interception. Yeah, against against Oakland, and the Oakland is not does a good not have the defense no. that Pittsburgh. Does. No, uh, I I still think though that six and a half could be a. It's close, it, right? It could be close. It, it's for, I feel like Mixon will, will kind of like maybe get a few touchdowns. Something's going to happen in this game where you're like, ah, oh, damn it, it's another you know, it's another Bengals Steelers matchup. Yeah, yeah. and you're going to be like, fuck, it's three points, and that's how the game ends. Yeah, or it's six uh, point. Well, six points. Six, six would be right in there. That would uh, be devastating. Yeah, I, I, I'll take whoever you take, but I don't. I don't feel great about. Yeah, it I, I'm just saying, like, there's a potential. This one, I, I don't like this one because I think there's a potential there for Cincy to kind of keep it close, kind of like they did. They covered last week against Oakland. Now, yep. like you were just saying, I don't think Oakland's on the level as Pittsburgh defensively, and I, I think this is where Pittsburgh maybe uh, gets back to those um, defensive like turnovers, interceptions, fumbles, maybe even another. Um, one return for a touchdown, that kind of stuff. And I, f- I feel that's like what, that's what Pittsburgh radio is banking on. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what basically that's all I got. Cause their stock, offense, you can't about Benny Snell, right? Like, Benny Snell is, is practicing this week. Like that's what they're hanging their hat on. They don't have, they don't have their yeah, top. Connors is out. Samuel's I'm not, he, he's, he's not a difference maker no. for them. Uh, Benny Snell is probably their only hope basically in offensively then. And, and maybe they can, maybe they can run all over Cincinnati. I'm just not sure. It's, 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 it's close, but I'll take I'll take Pittsburgh and I'll give up the six and a half points. You want to know the secret big loss that no one's talking about from Pittsburgh is Rosie Nix. When their fullback was playing, they mm. could do a lot more on the ground. Uh, since he's been on the IR, it's one thing no one's talking about. Like Pittsburgh is definitely a fullback dependent team. Yeah, and and they really fucking miss him. Yeah. See, so there's there, there's there's cause for concern there and stuff, but I'll I'll stick with Pittsburgh. I'll stick with the favorite. Great. Let's go to your team. Yes. Yeah, at Philly. Back to back. Seattle plus two in Philadelphia. Wait, is there only two fucking afternoon ga- or two four o'clock games? Yeah. Right? Weird. Yeah. Oh. I hate when they do that. Wow. And they're both garbage. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I'll be uh, I'll be at the Jets-Oakland game, actually, Chris. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sweet. I got two good friends. One of them's an Oakland Raiders fan. The other one's a Jets fan. And somehow they convinced me to come with them to this game. Did you buy tickets or are they giving them to you? No, well, I, I think I have there. The, he bought the tickets, but I'm, I'm I have to owe him the. Uh, is it the is money. it more than a hundred dollars? Nope, it's under. Oh, so right. that was the, basically the only reason I said yes. Good, okay. Because I told Just him I, I well, I'm not spending a lot of money on the Jets. <laughs> yeah, my dad's gonna be here. We're going to a, the Steelers Cleveland game, and I just cannot pull t- the trigger on fucking. Spending two hundred dollars no, each for tickets. No, but not worth what it. it's going to come down to. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, hope my dad, hope my dad likes nosebleeds. <laughs> All right, Seattle plus two in Philly. Uh, Philly coming off a, a a bad loss, I guess you would say, against the Patriots, where they were leading, I think, most of that game until the maybe the second half. This is your third fucking team parlay right here. Yeah, this is the one. Like Seattle, I, I'm so, a little surprised Seattle's getting two points on this one. This is horseshit. Um, did anybody see Carson Wentz play football last week? He fucking sucks. That dude sucks. 
And you could say it's his fucking receivers or lack thereof, but fucking Carson Wentz sucks. I am off him. From Wentz, he can go back to from whence he came. Because <laughs> that dude is fucking pure shit. And, I'm not, and I know that everybody fucking thinks that the Patriots are the shit and have a great defense, but he had plenty of fucking time to throw balls. He at least had time to fucking get balls near receivers. That dude is fucking rattled. Seattle will fucking destroy fucking Philly. That team is garbage. Put a fork in them. This is my guarantee. This is my fucking lock of the oh, year. Oh, wow. I, Carson Wentz is dog shit. All right. Fuck I got nothing team. more to say. Uh, let's go. This is now this is the your game of the week, Chris. I can't the, fucking wait. <laughs> Tampa, is, Tampa Bay is getting four points in Atlanta. How I is that both, also possible? I love both of these teams. I know. So I, I, I've been dying for you to talk about this game because this is this is like the conflict game for you, I believe. OK, so let me start with this. Uh, very, very s- subtly and su- and quietly and humbly as he has his whole career, Matty Ice uh, just became the 10th highest passer in NFL history. Mm-hmm. That's right. 10th highest in passing yards. Yep. This is an underrated star quarterback that everybody has decided to sleep on. Now, coaching is a huge issue, <laughs> but that's what makes this game so fun. Coaching is an issue for both teams. It's two coaches who are playing five years ago uh, with the same teams. Uh, there's nothing not great about Jameis Winston. They're just letting him do whatever he wants. This might be your last chance to catch him. Uh, if you could see Jameis Winston play, I think it's must must see TV. If he was in the Meadowlands, I would insist you go. Uh, I th- I I think that finally, finally, this is the week that Tampa Bay. Squeaks one out. Mm. Uh, I think they're due for a win. They, yeah, uh, it's it, the receivers have been dropping balls. Um, I really want Atlanta to like have a crazy run and everybody yeah. have to fucking eat their eat their words. And so I will be happy if they don't win this game. Or, I mean, if if Atlanta does win this game. Yeah. In fact, I think an Atlanta run would be more fun than watching Tampa Bay win. But I'm gonna say like Winston can't lose every game. So give me give me Jameis and the points on the road. I, I for some reason that. <laughs> I feel the same way in a way like is that is that Atlanta I don't know if Atlanta can keep this up they probably will they'll probably run off like three more wins or something and then sort of have close to a 500 record and then their coaching staff will probably stay because they're like oh they were they're building off of something here like this you well, know. so so just so like their last now there's they're two and or three and seven mm-hmm. their last games are but they've got Buccaneers twice the Panthers who they just whooped the Saints the Niners and the Jags so they could easily win five of those games. <laughs> I, I think. There's only two that they're not going to win, right? And that's right. San Francisco. So and I think Atlanta ends up eight and eight, and they def- <laughs> and Dan Quinn definitely saves his fucking job. I think that that's it's in the cards. It's, it's definitely amazing. Gonna it's amazing. Uh, I would say take the over on this game. It's fifty one. For sure, there's no fucking offense. Right? There's no, there's no offense. There's two shitty, I think, uh, uh, pass defenses here, basically. Um, yeah. That's a great call. Take fact, both offenses that's for like your fantasy teams. Over. Yeah, that's the highest over of the week. Uh, last I'm still week, comfortable taking it. Yeah, last week you said the same thing about New Orleans, and you were fucking dead on. So uh, I will trust you. And All I right, will take and, and I think even if Atlanta, I'm a little surprised that Atlanta, just because even though they've won the last two games, that they're the ones that are favored, even though they're at home and, and, and so giving up four points. Vegas just doesn't want to be wrong again. I guess. Um, so I'm I'm happy to take like whoever was getting. 
any kind of points I would be happy to take on this game. I mean, Atlanta got four last week and won by 28 or some shit. So <laughs> it's crazy. It's probably it's Vegas, crazy, man. Doing, Vegas doing a little bit of fucking... Maybe my prediction but, of Atlanta but, to make the playoffs will come true here. I don't know. I, it definitely won't, but it, it's going to be... <laughs> it's going to be close. It's going to be close. <laughs> uh, I'll take Tampa and the points as well. I think that's a kind of a no-brainer on that one. Cool. Moving on to the late afternoon games. Jacksonville plus three against the mighty Tennessee Titans, who apparently Just, are Philip Rivers' choice to off. play for next year. Pull the bandit off. <laughs> Which on, on both teams? Yeah, just pull it, just <laughs> fucking rip it off and just pick one and let's move on. That's just like the worst. I don't worst. I, I don't I can't talk about this. I can't, I can't talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Like I like is let me ask you this question then on this game. If Nick Full if they lose this no. game. No. Is Nick Full do they have to go they have to go back to Minshew, don't they? Fuck yeah. Maybe that's the only reason like to no, nah, they won't. They pay Nick Foles too much money and Minshew wasn't winning. Uh it's it's it doesn't matter. This is it's a it's such a weird line though. Minus three for yeah, Tennessee. Right. So basically, I think what they're saying is that the, these teams are even, and Tennessee's at home, so they get the three points. And that's usually yeah. And what I happens, think right? I actually think Tennessee's a bit of a better team, so I'll take I'll do what you just did and take Tennessee in your, in your home strategy. In fact, I think I, just took, mm. I think I just took four straight, five straight, six straight, seven straight, eight straight. <laughs> I've taken only road teams except <laughs> for Thursday night. I have all road teams. <laughs> I like going, it. It's a I'm strong, right. it's a strong wow. move. Wow. Strong move. That's, do not pick with me, folks. This is the week I go. I'm three and 11. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dallas plus six and a half in New England. Is there any way Dallas covers on the road in New England? Chris, take the home team. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is, so, so here's my weird prediction. Mm-hmm. This is this game. I think New England either loses or comes close to losing, mm-hmm. and that's when you hit New England. I think that there's a lot of talk about mm-hmm. Tom Brady being bad. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of talk about how this team is going to end up like. It's the same. I think this happened around Week 12 last year uh, when their odds fell. They became. I think they were one and or they had a nine to one to win the Super Bowl. I like. I see that happening again. This mm-hmm. is just fucking Belichick playing possum. I would not be surprised to see either Antonio Brown or fucking Gronkowski on this team come playoff time. Maybe both. That's my take. Give me Dallas. Well, Gronkowski's having a Gronk boat party or something in Miami for the Super Bowl, so I don't think he's coming back this year. He's coming back. He's going to have a Gronk <laughs> boat party up ass. No, I heard he lost a ton of weight. Yeah, I, I a ton of weight. He looks different. Um, I, I don't think there's any way he plays this season. Doing, the only thing I'm... There's a part of me that, yeah, I, I, I think you're spot on here with, with, with New England and that idea. And that I think Dallas is, could be one of those teams that could just kind of find a way to, to beat the Patriots as well, even, even on the road and stuff. But I'll play it safe. I'll give up the six and a half points. New England's playing for, for, a, for a bye week, I think, right? Basically, like they, don't, yeah. they don't necessarily have that wrapped up yet. And, I, and especially with Baltimore, losing to Baltimore, I think they've got to start playing out of their minds a little bit. I, I don't know. For some reason, I just I, I can't bet against New England here, and uh, so okay, we'll go against don't, each other in this one. Any, no one's making you. Okay. All right. Thanks. I appreciate that. Thank you for the support. Fun. Sunday night, Green Bay plus three in San Francisco. I'm excited about this game. This is kind of this should be a good game. Fucking San Francisco is a fraud, dude. They are a fraud. <laughs> they're not a fuck this team. Fraud. They're a fraud. But they're flawed. I, dude, I came so close to hitting that fucking money line last week. Mm. They're a fraudulent football team. 
They are not that good. Green Bay, though, is also a fraud. So which fraud do you like? I, I'm going to let you choose first. Oh, thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. My pleasure. I, I don't think San Francisco's a fraud. I think they're flawed, right? And they're, they're... You're not a fraud to say they're a flaw? <laughs> I think, I mean, obviously they have some holes. Jimmy Garoppolo is, 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 even though he's had a couple good games, I guess, statistically speaking, he's not that great of a quarterback. And he makes a lot of mistakes, bad reads. Okay. They have to rely on the running game a lot. Um, but they, they do have some juice to them, right? They've got something there, especially on defense. Um, I think, I, I don't know how I feel about Green Bay. You know, they're, they're a good team. They're decent. Aaron Rodgers, you know, dude, he's, he's still who he is. Their defense is nice, too. This is like a, I would almost maybe, I wonder if you should take the under on this game. I love that call. I love that call. I love uh, the other All right. So uh, if nothing else, um, I, I, I'm tempted just to take just to say take Green Bay and the points here. Otherwise, I have no sort of angle on this game. Um, I. Yeah, I think take Green Bay and the points. I think that I think that this game is this line is this close because Green Bay had that one fucking awful game. But I think that game was an anomaly. Uh, and I think Aaron Rodgers just is an older quarterback and has some bad games. So give me Green Bay and another road fucking team. Yeah, keep <laughs> go, it on the road. Go for the cool, clean sweep, which is perfect because Monday night, Baltimore minus three in L.A. against the Rams. There's absolutely no way you can only take Rams with three points here. It's the stupidest line ever, and I, I love that fucking Vegas keeps giving us these. Yeah. They did it last week. They gave, it was four points when they went by fucking 39. Yeah. Like, definitely. Like, if you're not betting Baltimore, you're a fucking asshole, especially against a team like the Rams who are just pure shit. And the Rams only won by 10 points last week against Chicago because they had a last-minute... Uh... I mean, the Rams might bore Baltimore into fucking minus three, <laughs> but other than that, like, it's the only way they're going to get that fucking... They're going to cover that. Listen, the Rams are still like six and four, I believe, maybe six and five, something like that. Um, so it's not like they're... they're and they're, they're kind of the next best team that's not in the playoff standings right now, basically, right? They have the next best record behind like Minnesota Dude, and Seattle. They suck. Right. They, right. They but they're suck. not good they offensively. Lost to the fucking same team that Cleveland just whooped right. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like they suck. Yeah. Like, Goff sucks. Gurley's who fucking knows. And if your whole offense revolves around Cooper fucking cup, mm. forget it. Right. Cut fucking bait. That's no, I, I feel like this game, Baltimore should be like seven to nine point favorite here. I feel like easy. It, yeah. I don't know how, th- how the fuck, how the fuck is Dallas getting plus six and a half against New England, but the Rams are getting plus three? That doesn't make question. any sense. That's a really great question. Yeah. All right. So maybe that's our lock of the week, too, there, Chris. Baltimore. Definitely is. I, fucking, I, I think. I'm, Hammer that one well, in. I'm going to take, take Baltimore. I'm going to take Seattle. And my third team, uh, Detroit. I'm going to go Detroit. Detroit. Seattle, not Denver? Fucking, nah, not, not oh with real money. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's probably the smartest thing you said all day, Chris. Uh, thank you. I have one more, th- one more thing. Uh, mm-hmm. So, in a weird turn of events, uh, you know, I won Harold's fucking knockout pool. Uh, for some reason, you can still choose, like, because I'm the last remaining player, uh, I can still pick my team each week. Uh, I won last week, so I'm going to keep the streak alive. Nice. Just keep playing yeah. against myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should. I want to see you if should. I can run out the whole season. Yeah, I like it. I'd, I'd also like my money soon, Harold. So uh, Seriously, if you're listening, Jeez, pay man. up, you fucking Canadian, yeah. you Canuck. Oh, you're not getting. You're not going to get Canadian money out of this. Are I you? better get Canadian money. I want loonies. I want all loonies. I want <laughs> yeah. put. I want all. Just I want to cash all the money in loonies and put them on the bed and roll around in them. 
<laughs> swimming. I'm like, but the exchange McDuck. rate, man, the exchange like rate, a, you're going to get like screwed Like a Canadian here. Scrooge McDuck, just rolling around $2,400 hey? worth of <laughs> uh, See, this is, how, this is how he gets you, though, man. He's going to, with the exchange rate, he's not going to have to owe you as much money. No, no, for sure. I know that, but I still uh, want my fucking money. Yeah, so pay up. Pay up. Yeah. All right, that's it. Uh, let's enjoy this cool new outro song. Thanks again to Billy Shear. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.